If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Recorded live. Hey everyone, this is Abe in Southfield, one of my man Dan D. Uh, right here at the D- Detroit Sports Shuffle. Dan, how's your week been going, man? Going pretty well. How about yours? It's been it's been quite the week. You know, as a, as a Mets fan, it's it's been wild and exciting. Um, but we're here to talk about you know your Detroit Tigers locally out here and some big news yesterday. Dave Dombrowski out, no longer a member of the Detroit Tigers organization. Alex Avila's dad, Al Avila, which I'm not even going to get into if they have different last names, spelled the same way, uh, is the new general manager. How does that feel as a Tigers fan? You know, it really is coming out of, you know, left field, literally. You, no one's seeing this coming. You know, you expected all the major trades to happen, but you did not see Dave Dombrowski being let go. You know, I thought in the, at the end of the season, you know, next year he's he's an option. He's got a, he's a free agent, probably the biggest free agent the Tigers have this year. And now don't have to worry about that because he is gone. And the, the door is wide open for Dombrowski now. What is he going to do? Is he going to go work in – high ends of Major League Baseball? Is he going to take a front office job, or will he take another gig somewhere in Major League Baseball with another team? It it really comes as a shocker. Dabrowski, if you think, had a Magic 8 ball and you shook it right now, where would it say Dave Dombrowski ends up next year? Uh, boy, uh, good question. Um, I would think that he might actually take some time off. I think that he... he uh, He's going to weigh his options. I think that he's going to look for the best offer. And, you know, he went from the Florida Marlins organization to the Detroit Tigers after he won the, the World Series. And and he just quite quite can get it done here. He didn't create a title, but he did create a lot of hope here. Some key acquisitions, some great trades, obviously some not-so-good trades as well. But overall, Dombrowski's tenure here as a Detroit Tiger – General manager, I, I'd give it a solid A minus. I thought that he he created a lot of hope. Uh, not many guys who I respect more than Dombrowski, and I think they couldn't get the job done. And going forward, there's a lot of concern for this Tigers organization with Al Alvila as running the table now. You know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting that I think Dombrowski ends up in Anaheim next year. They're they're GM free. It's a good spot to start, and you have the best player in the game already. Uh, you have you have a solid core there to build around. And Nebraska has always been a guy that's able to make free agent signings and uh, and trade for big name guys. You know, and being being in Florida and then coming to Detroit, he didn't have the luxury of the cities around him to bring in high high name guys. You know, big, the big prize free agent. Can you imagine him sitting down in a meeting with, with a big-time free agent, you know, uh, Zach Grinke, for instance, who's a free agent at the end of this year. 
if he's if he's a GM of the Angels and he says, Hey Zach, you can come, you know, you stay in LA, which you're already happy here, but you have the LA atmosphere that he can bring in. Say, Hey, why do you want to play with Mike Trout and Albert Pujols? Why don't you come on down? Money's not an issue. Our Moreno is, is known to spend a couple bucks. I think he's I think he's gonna go to LA because it's a great opportunity there and really thrive. And like you said, you gave you gave Dombrowski an A minus. I'd give him a B plus. I wouldn't put him in the A range because he didn't win a World Series. But there's been lots of people saying how it's how he didn't succeed, how it was a failure because he didn't win a World Series. If that's the case, what I have to say to all these people is that there's only about there's a handful of GM, there's a handful of people in the world that you can consider to be a successful general manager if you're only going to base it off of the World Series championships. It's not right. He took you to, to two World Series, got you four straight uh, division titles, and and it's a complete success. I, I couldn't agree more. And remember the Tigers in many, many seasons back before, before you know, the Tigers of now that we're accustomed to here in Detroit, Tigers were accustomed to losing, 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 losing every single season. Dave Dombrowski came in they here. Lost, they lost 119 in 2002. Yeah, it's they had a lot of down years. And this is a down year, but this is still a year, if you look at the standings, you know, you're four four games out, and you're not – it's not a – it's not completely over, but it is. You know, you, you, you sell your best pitcher. You have a lot of up, up, upstart guys coming in now, and the, and the Tigers are retooling, rebuilding, whatever which, you want which, to call by it. The way, which, by the way, thank you very much for you on assessment. The entire state of New York, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you guys got a good good player there in Cespedes. I know he's went over there and he's performed pretty well. And, you know, I think that that can really help the, the Mets lineup. I know the Mets have some issues with the lineup. I know with now you've got a couple guys in that lineup from acquisitions that can, you know, really help that lineup along with the pitching. The, the solid pitching from the Mets, they got a few bats. I think Cespedes was the big guy coming over there. That can really change that team, and if that team gets in the playoffs, you got to look out because of the three, four starting pitchers that the Mets Let's have. Let's be realistic. If the Mets get to the playoffs, which is still a big if because they got to, you know, outplay Washington the remainder of the season, and we have a real chance to. We have, we have the easiest schedule based off of you know uh, record, with the easiest schedule left in all of baseball. So unless we, you know, as long as we don't crap the bed, we should be in the playoffs. If we're in the playoffs, watch out. I mean, we're going to have – we'll have Harvey, DeGrom, Syndergaard as our games one, two, and three pitcher, pitching. And then we can go in any different route we want for a game four. We can pitch one of those guys again. We can go Bartolo Colon, John Neese, Stephen Metz. I mean, the list goes on and on. When it comes to the, when it comes to the playoffs, the Mets are going to be a team to be reckoned with. But we're not here to talk about the Mets. We're here about the, here about the Tigers. I think Alvila has one thing to prove. Not one thing. He's got a lot to prove. But the first thing he has to do is settle this thing with his kid. There are no other general managers in sports besides, I guess, Doc Rivers with the Clippers who has their own kid on their team. And his kid's in a contract year now, and he hasn't played well. And if Alex Avila was no longer a member of the, of the Detroit Tigers, 
not too many people would be upset about it. As a matter of fact, people would probably be excited that he's no longer there. And he can say all he wants that it's a business and he's going to make a business decision. Your family's involved, your heart is involved, and you don't always make the right decision when your heart is involved. Yeah, Alex Avila, there's there's been several jokes that, you know, now that Daddy's here and Daddy's the big shot calling the shots, he's going to get a, a six-year deal for $350 million. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a good joke. I've seen all that on Twitter. And and you're right. It is. Alex Avila has – it's his contract year. Now that Daddy's running the things, it, it should be interesting because it, baseball is, is a business. You got your dad and you got your son there. It just doesn't make sense that you're going to release your son in the offseason. I think you're going to sign your son no matter what it is. I think that, you know, if there's just no getting around, it's a family. You know, you're not are you going to really break it up like that. You know, do you want to sit at the family dinner table knowing that you let your son go to, you know, California or Florida or whatever and play this career out while you're in Detroit? Can you live with letting I think your son I think for the sake of his career, for, for Senior's career, he cannot even make an offer to his son as a free agent. can't even make an offer because what that's going to do is cause animosity throughout the clubhouse. You know, the team, dra- the team drafted Alex Avila. Um, that's not Al Avila's decision. That was Dombrowski's decision. He can't say don't be on the roster. He got called. He went through the minors just like everybody else and got called up accordingly. Look, he was, he was an all-star. Uh, he played well his rookie year and things haven't gone as well as planned recently. But he cannot let him sign another deal with the Tigers because it, other other guys are not going to be happy with that if he's not if he's not, you know, if he what if he got what if he got a one-year, 8 million dollar deal to be a backup or to fight for a starting position for a guy that bats 215. People aren't going to be happy about that. Guys making less money, producing more, are not going to be happy about it and it's going to cause I, I think it's going to cause not only lots of issues within the Tigers' clubhouse, I think it would cost Avila his job. I think if Alex gets re-signed and the Tigers don't win next year, I think Avila is looking for a new job, and I think the Tigers are looking for a new GM right, right off the bat. I, I'll be the first one to say this. I don't think El Avila will be your GM in the next couple of years. I don't really foresee him being the GM next season. I think that this could be just a temporary, here you go, you got two months of the season, let's see what you can do, let's see how everybody responds. You know, let's, let's throw you in the fire, you know, give you some regular season where, where it's pretty much playing for pride right now and the Tigers probably aren't going to make the playoffs. But you got to also look at other options when the season's over. You know, who who's out there, you know, take a few flyers on some guys. Can you imagine if, if Avila – Turns now in October and turns a bill, you know, pulls a Bill Belichick, says he's signing with the, with the Angels or with Boston or something like that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It it would be quite entertaining. <laughs> that, you know, it, it's it's just funny how I don't like the whole family ordeal. Like the Tigers are famous for that. If you look in, up and down the roster and the recent signings of uh, kids, you know, Ben Verlander's Justin's brother. You have Patrick Leland, you have Al Avila, Al Alvila, and then Alex Avila. The last name thing throws me a curveball every time. Uh, yep. You got to just 
I've I've been one to say just stick with one or the other and let's roll with it. Don't change the names. It's ridiculous. Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder, don't forget. Yeah, Prince Fielder. You know, the Tigers are fa- famous for the family ties. They really are. And I believe Mario and Rod's sons are both with the Tigers organization as well. It's just crazy there's how a, there's, a, there's a thing to be said about keeping keeping it in the family, and, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. I have no problem with you know with them drafting JV's JV's brother, um, mm-hmm. Nick Cassianos' brother is also in the system, I believe. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that because those guys aren't the ones making the decisions. My problem is when the when the guy making the decisions. You know, what if it comes down to signing Alex Avila to be the backup catcher, or signing somebody else? for the same amount of money to be, you know, the number five starting pitcher. And they yeah. signed Avila because because of the family. That's, that's when I have a real, really big issue with it. And that's not okay. I, I have a big issue with it because I think James McCann should be the starting catcher next year and the starting catcher for the rest of the season. No matter what, you know, daddy's in the front office or not, Alex Avila is being outperformed by James McCann in each facet of the game. I think that... James McCann is your starting catcher. I, I really believe that. He's got a lot of upside. He had a lot of promise coming up. And you've seen what he can do in the big leagues this year. And I thought he's been a pleasant surprise. Alex Vila had his little downfall of injuries. James McCann stepped right in there, didn't miss a beat. I thought I think James McCann has really improved. You know, the, the knack on James McCann was he's not a good game caller like Alex Avila. Everybody says Alex Avila is such a good game caller, and he frames pitches so well, you know. Speaking of framing pitches, did you see the video of A.J. Pruszynski this week? Yes, I, yes, I sure did. How great is that? For all those that, for all those that didn't see it, A.J. Pruszynski is a catcher for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Hunter Pence was at bat. I'm not sure who was pitching. But the pitcher bounced the pitch, threw it about 55 feet. It, it bounced through the strike zone, and Pruszynski catches it and tries framing it like it was a strike. And Pence just gives him this look like, are you kidding me? It was, <laughs> only a guy like A.G. Pruszynski can pull that off. Only a guy like Pruszynski. Not many guys would even attempt to try that. <laughs> no. No, but look, you play in the league for, for 12, 12, 13 years. You get a, you get a reputation as a, you know, being a character. You know, it, it would have been something else if the umpire would have called it a strike. Yeah. yeah, I, I no. got a question for you here. Yeah, I know you're a Mets fan, but I know you're, you're a Detroit guy now, so you're watching a lot of Detroit games as well. What are your thoughts on Daniel Norris and also Boyd? Boyd starts tomorrow for the Tigers. I know Daniel Norris, you know, you got these guys coming over from the David Price trade, and they're getting thrown right in the fire, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely like the, the additions. I, I was a big David Price fan, but he needed to go. He's not going to sign here can't get nothing out of him like you did Max Scherzer. Do you like the fact that they're throwing these guys right in the fire, right in the rotation? And will these two guys even, well, at least Boyd, I know Norris is going to be in the rotation. If he's not in the rotation next year, the Tigers are really flopping, in my opinion. But will these guys be in the rotation next year, and what do you see down the road for them? Well, I'll throw one more guy out there, and that's the kid Fulmer that they got for Cespedes from the Mets. Fulmer, a uh, Fuller rather, or Fulmer, I'm forgetting already. He <laughs> he was about the number. He was the number seven prospect in the Mets organization. He was their highest ranked AAA pitcher. Now for the Mets, because they're so deep in young pitching, he was never going to see City Field. 
he had nowhere to go. He had hit the highest level he was going to reach. Him being traded is the best thing that could happen in his career. He's a legitimate pitcher. He goes he throws mid to upper nineties. You know, he's had some he had some health issues. But he can he can be, you know, he's not gonna be your ace. He's not gonna be the guy you rely on. He's not gonna get twenty wins for you. But he'll be a guy that can get a solid twelve to fourteen wins. He he's gonna be a good pitcher. I think they should bring him up as well. Because there's no reason not to. Norris pitched this this past time. They pitched phenomenally. But you're not you're not the top ranked left handed pitcher, you know for for an organization for no reason. You know, you don't get traded for David Price, who's the top who's the second best left handed pitcher in all of baseball for no reason. You know, you have to be something to mm-hmm. to make that move. I I like I like Norris a lot. Boyd I haven't seen pitch yet. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. But there's no reason to not let you know throw these kids in the fire. Uh, Avila and Illich can say all they want now. Oh, we still have a chance to win it. And technically, yeah, they do. They're four and a half games back. Technically, they have a chance to win it. You know, to to still get it, to still get in the playoffs. But let's be realistic. If you really thought like that, you're not trading David Price. You're not trading Cespedes. You're not trading Soria. If you really think like that, throw these kids into the fire. Let them get their feet wet. And then take it, take it, you know, back into spring training next year and see, see how they're reacting to it. You know, when you when you first start playing ball, the game's moving very fast. You know, you get you need to slow it down. Football players say it all say it all the time. How their second year, the game is just slowed down. You see, mm-hmm. The game's slowing down for you. You can relax more and you can play your game better. Same thing for for a pitcher. The game's happening so fast. You know, let them pitch now. Let them each get, you know, four starts four or five starts the remainder of the season. And then in spring training, you know, let them have a fair shot to duke it out to get a couple of those starting spots. I mean, right now the only starting pitchers at the Tigers have for next year are Annabelle Sanchez and Justin Verlander. We don't even know what Verlander is going to be. I don't even think he should be starting. I think he should be in the bullpen. You need you need more starting pitchers. And who's to say that you're going to go and sign a Johnny Cueto or Zach Greinke or – anyone else, or Ubaldo Jimenez, you know, anyone that's out there. Who is to say that those guys want to come out here to a team that's trending downwards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it right there. The Tigers lost their ace. The Tigers lost two aces in two years, and that, and that's a problem for me. And I think that's a lot of problem for a lot of guys, and the Tigers aren't, you know, going to put money butts in the seats the rest of the season. No Miguel Cabrera. You know, Miguel Cabrera's not going to be playing for – weeks, you know, are they just going to shut Miguel Cabrera down for the rest of the season and say, take it easy? You know, you, you don't know. Probably not because people are still paying. The Tigers still think that they have a chance. And the Tigers have some guys now from recent acquisitions that people want to see. You want to see what Norris can do. You want to see what Boyd can do. And you're going to see Boyd tonight against Johnny Cueto. So it, it's going to People are going to expect him to go out there because they know what Johnny Cueto is all about. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know how solid Johnny Cueto has been in his career. And you got the Royals, who are a very potent lineup, very good team. And it won't be a cakewalk for Boyd. So I think you need to give him a little bit of slack tonight. If he goes out there and, you know, has gives up four or five runs, he, you know, he's going to be right. under he a lot of pressure. If he, puts up, if he puts up an eight spot in four innings, you know, you can't look at it as, as oh, the David Price trade was a was a failure. It's one game. I'm not hanging my head on on one game 
but you want to see you want to see development with these guys. You know, if he gives up eight and four innings, you know, today against against Kansas City, you know, what's he doing his next start against whoever it is? Does he come back out and throw two and a third, giving up eleven, or does he come out and throw you know six scoreless? You want to see how how these kids react to these kinds of things as well. I'm looking forward to these young lefties that the Tigers acquired. A lot of them are left-handers from the David Price deal. I think all of them are actually left-handers. I'm looking forward to these guys developing and seeing what you got. I I, know, I think Norris is really – I like Norris's attitude. I like the you know the whole story that he's got living in the van and shaving with a, an axe. And he's just really one with nature, and he's he's different. He's not like – a typical prototype of player that is in Major League Baseball, and I, I tell you I what like my biggest edge. worry. I tell you what my biggest worry about the about the Tigers is, is that they have half of their roster are win now guys, and half of their roster are development guys. You know, you have the North and the Boys and the Fullers and the Iglesias and the Cassianos who who can gel together and, and be something in the next you know three to five years. But in three years, do you really think Miguel Cabrera and Annabelle Sanchez and Justin Verlander, you know, and J.D. Martinez, who's 28 or so, do you think they're going to be the same guys they are now in three years from now? Most likely not. Those guys are win-now type of players. You know, they, they're, ready to, they're ready to win now, and their ability is to win now. I, I can't say that that's going to be like that in three years from now. In three years, you're still going to have Miguel Cabrera. You know, yeah, he'll still bet 320. You know, maybe he's only hitting 20 home runs. Maybe he's not the same force that, that he was. You know, he's he's not he's not you know, he's not in the best of shape. He never was. He's always been a big guy and he's due to break down. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. That that's my biggest concern with the Tigers is is, is health. You know, Victor Martinez, I, I didn't like the signing. I, I all due respect to Victor, I really like what he brings, you know, with the bat, but he's an aging guy. He can't run. He's Limited to DH, he's, and you give he's, him he's a DH. A huge he, contract. he has six home runs this year. Yeah, and he and he hasn't played. He can't run. He, you know, most guys would have doubles on some of his singles, and, and that irritates me. Is you know, and he's been struggling a lot lately. He he's really looked bad at the plate, and I think that has to do with Jonas Cespedes and also Miguel Cabrera being out of the lineup. He's you know he's being pitched a lot more. You know, effectively, you know, he's he's striking out a little bit more than he's used to. You know, J.D. Martinez is still hitting the ball pretty well. He's he's had a very strong season, I thought, for the most part, besides a few slumps here and there. But Victor's the guy right now who really is is under the microscope for me because you're looking at this guy and he, you're you're paying this guy tons of money. He's sitting on the bench. He doesn't run well. And I, he's the guy that I would have liked to have traded. I know nobody wants the the big contract, but I was, you know, you want to trade away everybody and you want to start fresh and you want to cut some payroll. Victor Martinez was the guy for me that I would have traded. I know it wouldn't have been very popular here. And, you know, I got called a few names and everything like that on Twitter. And that's fine. But if you really look at the long-term picture, Victor Martinez, that contract, I said it when he signed, I'm going to say, no, it was a boss. I think that it's not going to live out to its expectations. He's not going to keep producing. The numbers are going to decline, even if he can stay on the field. Can he stay That's healthy? always been the biggest problem in all of sports, is, is players signing contracts, 
you know, you get paid that money for what you're going to do, not what you, well, not what you've done in the past. But it never turns out like that. Nobody gets paid. Remember, remember Aaron Rowand? Yeah. Played for the Phillies, for the Giants, and yeah, he won a World Series with San Francisco, and he signed there for a big money deal, like five years, eighty million dollars, something crazy. And all he was, he was a, he was a you know, pretty good defensive center fielder. He batted two seventy. You know, he hit twelve home runs. But he made this one catch, and I'll never forget it. It was against the Mets. Uh, it was in Philadelphia. The bases were loaded. Xavier Nady hit a, hit a bomb to right center field. And Aaron Rowan makes this incredible catch, breaks his face on the metal pole. He's all over sports center, all over this and that. He's out six weeks. But next thing you know, he's, he's lauded as the best defensive center fielder in all of baseball. And I got on this huge contract. Came to this Gary Matthews Jr. He robs Craig Biggio of a home run in interleague play, you know, 10 years ago, scaling up the wall, making this crazy catch. Next thing you know, he's signing with Chicago for a five-year, $50 million contract. <laughs> That's the ESPN highlight reel for you. That they'll get you money. They'll get you noticed. ESPN can do that for you. Make a couple good catches. You know, if you're you know a little under the radar guy, and you got your contract for next year, because it's showing every single every week. You know, the, the ESPN makes a lot of people famous. <laughs> it's the ESPN money. I call it ESPN money. ESPN's ESPN loves the, the Angels. They love the you know the California teams. The big markets. Mhm. The big markets. All right, it is time for us to head out. It has been. Uh, the second edition of the Detroit Sports Shuffle. Uh, we'll have many more to come. We want to hear your feedback as well. Hit us up. Uh, Dan, what's your what's your Twitter handle? At dbart88. You can follow me on the Twitter. All right, I'm Abe in Southfield. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Later.